What's up, my man? Yo, what's going on? What's going on? How you doing? <clears throat> I'm doing cool. Just chilling. Uh, just on YouTube and stuff. How y'all doing? Great, man. Great, man. We appreciate you uh, tuning in with us, being a part of the show with us today. Uh, let us go ahead and start the introduction real quick, and then uh, we'll go forward with everything. What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of That Mo Show. I am your host, Hitch Montana, with my co-host, Kevin. Hey, appreciate y'all tuning in with us today. We have a special guest in the building with us. Introduce yourself to the world. Let everybody know who you are. What's going on, people? My name is Deshaun Visions, and I'm from Sacramento, California. All right, man. Once again, we appreciate you tuning in with us and being a part of the show. Cali, the Bay Area, man, making great music, man. I, I, first off, I want to say, say your music is awesome thank you like, yeah listening to you listening to your music man hearing hearing the type of music that you make um you make some creative work man especially and, and your videos your videos are awesome i gotta say your videos are really really good to watch man what is where where's the inspiration for your music come from how's it all get started for you um so <laughs> My 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 the first reason I started actually was to motivate uh one of my homies to start making music because like he was like rapping all his life. He just never put music out. So I was like, Well, I've never rapped before. Um I started in twenty eighteen and I was like, if I could just jump out there and rap and have people make fun of me or whatever, I'm just this is to show you like, yo, like you could do this. This is what you actually wanna do. And then um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but uh, this artist, I went to uh, this artist named Saba. Uh, I went to his one of his concerts um, and I was just watching him on stage. And I'm like, yo, it just felt like it was me on stage. Like we switched places and uh, I just kept listening to uh, his his project, The Bucket List. And I'm like, this is motivating uh the fuck out of me because I don't hear nothing like this out. Um, and it was different because it was like, he wasn't trying to portray anybody else but himself. Um, and it just, you know, motivated me, motivated me to be like, nah, nah, I got to do this. And so I put my song, first song out in uh, 2018. I got a lot of good feedback. And from there, it was just like, this is what I'm supposed to do. So I just never stopped. Got you, got you. Now, you are right now riding the wave of your album. Is it? It's Solstice, right? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. Solstice with 12 tracks, man. What was the inspiration behind the album? Um, <clears throat> so last year, I moved from Sacramento to Atlanta. And um, – <laughs> When I got here, it was just like, as soon as I got here, it was just hardship after hardship after hardship. And it just felt like I didn't, I couldn't catch a break. And, you know, I had a moment where I just wanted to like give up on everything. But then I remembered like, I'm an artist. This is a part of the reason why I make music to express myself. So from there, I just started to write it down and started to record it. And yeah, that's basically an accumulation of the whole year and me just trying to, 
you know, overcome hardships and get to the end where I was like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm gonna keep pushing because I'm gonna get to something better. Got you. Now, being from being from Cali and moving down south, has has your sound changed much? Has the influence of the south had played any part in in in, in your music? Um, definitely. I have a homie who's definitely way more melodic, and I'm just realizing that you know, in general, they the people down here um, are more attracted to melodic stuff, um, which isn't necessarily going to switch who I am fundamentally, but it does, um, it kind of helps me um, expand my sound and expand, you know, just flows and trying out different things to see like what fits for me. Okay. It, I mean, the melodic sound in the South does seem to be the popular, the popular thing. Uh, how do you like the melodic sound? Is it something that you really vibe with? Do you no, not really. Um, my thing is I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with any sound. I'm more of a if it resonates with me, then we're golden. That's good. You know, That's good. uh I, I a lot of people I think at times um might like box themselves into being like I only listen to this type of music, only like this type of thing, but I'm I, I try to always be open to everything and just see what I like and dislike from things and then, you know, go from there. Okay, okay. So, off the album, I got to say, I had a couple of, of favorites. First off, um, one of my favorites was uh, No More Disguises. <laughs> um, Thank you. And then I also, I also enjoyed uh, Where Do We Go From Here? And then... Yeah, Where Do We Go From Here is Far. Yeah. And then, you have, and then you also have Perception with uh, La Russell and Sophia Anderson. How did that collaboration come about? Um, so in 2020, um, I made the hook to Perception. And originally, it was supposed to be somebody else on there. Um, and I don't, I, don't, I don't like necessarily just doing random features for a look. I have to, like, hear you on the track. And um, I met La Russell, I want to say February. And, you know, I've, I've like seen his stuff from time to time uh, through social media. But we met in person because we're actually, at the time, we were really like an hour and a half away from each other. So we linked and, uh, you know, I got to chop it up with him and connect with him and stuff like that. And I went back. Something just told me to go back and listen to that track because I was going to scrap it after the first dude was like, he wasn't really feeling it. So uh, I went back and I listened to it and I was like, yo, like, that's the that's that's the voice I hear on it. And when I sent it to him, he was like, oh, you should have asked me first. And so he hopped on it. Uh, I think like less than 24 hours, he sent it back. Um, and and Sophie, she, uh, you know, she she is a homie from Sacramento as well. And I seen her uh, perform at one of these um, venues that I performed at. And she just reminded me of Adele, honestly. I just loved her voice. And so I was like, I just need something to kind of uh, strengthen this this hook a little bit more. And, you know, she just hopped on and it was, it, it just made everything, you know, uh, perfect in the end. 
dope, man. Yeah, Summer in Brooklyn's my jam, man. It's all right here for you. That's my jam. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, <laughs> so when it comes to your songwriting process, uh, do you want to can you break it down for us? Do you start with a hook first? Do you start with lyrics first? Do you just have a notepad of just random rhymes and you put them together and find the beat to go with them? Break it down for us. So originally, um, I like to listen to the beat, and I don't ever come in it with, oh, this is the topic I'm going to talk about. It's more so, like, in a weird way, it's like the the beat tells me the lyrics. I don't tell the beat the lyrics. Um, what's crazy is uh, the Summer in Brooklyn beat, I heard it at first, and I could not think of anything, but I loved that beat, so I just sat there and I just listened to it for a couple of days and then uh I end up going to Brooklyn and uh <laughs> I end up you know um meeting this girl and I really only seen her for a day but it it was a feeling like oh I've known you my whole life um and as I was driving away I played the beat and everything just started flooding and yeah so I, I mean this is probably bad but I was like trying to write down the lyrics as I was driving away type <laughs> shit. <laughs> so you never got to meet up with the girl again? Uh, no, but I potentially might be uh, seeing her soon. Okay, okay. so y'all well, stay in watching, contact at least. If she's watching, <laughs> she should check out that song. Yeah. No, 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 no. With the, the day that um, the project dropped, I actually sent it to her and I told her like, yo, this song is about you, this how I was feeling, and yeah. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Well, I hope you guys do get to connect really soon. And uh, hopefully there's more music that comes about that relationship that that, that brews between y'all two. Now, I got listen, I, I said earlier that you make some amazing music videos. Um, where where does the creativity behind the music video stem from? Do you have somebody who's doing it for you? Are you all doing it? Are you doing it all yourself? Where's the artwork coming from? <clears throat> you know, I want to say that uh, a big part of it is me, but at the same time, I don't want to give the credit just to myself. I think, you know, I come with a general idea and whoever at the time that I'm collaborating with, they kind of just throw in a little extra that just boosts it that much more. But, you know, from Jump, it's just like, um, you know, I, my thing is I always just admired music videos that were just a little more than just record, stand, and rap. I always wanted, like, something, you know, else. And, I'm, you know, I'm constantly always... Uh, you know, trying to look for something to uh, boost my music video still to this day. But yeah, I just, I just always been one for, I want something that's going to keep uh, attention in the long run. Well, it definitely does keep our attention and, and the name Visions does live up to the, to, to the name for sure. Um, Yo, was it fun breaking that guitar? <laughs> <laughs> it was. And what's crazy about that is um, I think it was like eight in the morning and uh we found a random warehouse and uh, my filmer at the time was like yo let's just go in here and uh let's let's do this because we originally uh had a set for just um at a beach mm -hmm. 
But then he, he added like, no, we should uh, do multiple scenes. And then we found that warehouse and he came up with the idea with the guitar, which uh, in a weird way, it kind of worked out because at the same time, it was um, it, it was on some symbolism stuff. I don't think, you know, many people really get that. But, you know, my ex uh, was a musician or is a musician. So it, it, it kind of just was a symbolization of like our relationship just just ending type shit. So, Twin, we're now we're now in the middle of 2022 at this point in time. We're rounding out closer, to getting into the 2023. What what's in what's in store for 2023 when it comes to Deshaun Visions? <clears throat> um. Well, I actually like currently right now. Um, I'm working on a smaller project, like an EP that I'm gonna drop. I'm still trying to decide if I wanna have it the end of this year or uh, the top of next year. But yeah, I'm definitely putting a lot of attention to that EP, but I still uh, actually might drop one more visual for the project uh, for Solstice and then, you know, see where it takes me from there. Gotcha. Now is there any- What, what visual are you thinking of dropping? Somewhere in Brooklyn? <laughs> I was, but uh, so I was actually about to go out there last week, but some stuff happened, so I had to rearrange uh, my flight, and I'm going back to Sacramento, so um, I'm actually just going to do a visual for my song, Guillotine. Okay, okay. There we go. At least I got you. So cool. So let me ask this. The vibe in Sacramento, for those who don't know, what what's the music vibe like out there? We a lot of people know what the vibe is like in Atlanta. You know, all the rappers, a lot of rappers are coming out of Atlanta. But for those who have who do not know about Sacramento, what's popping out there? <clears throat> um, I mean, I want to say in general that there's definitely no matter where you live, there's always gonna be different crowds. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on which area you're looking at. I would say like the most notable name from Sacramento is um, Mozzie. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. I've heard of Mozzie, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Mozzie is like the most, most notable name out there. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of that uh, sound. But like I said, like we definitely have uh, a, a diverse city with a lots of different sounds you know you got your melodic rap you got your conscious rap you got your trap rap you know it's it it just depending on whichever direction you want to look hmm. isn't hobo johnson from sacramento too yes he now is. hobo is hobo johnson is cat's guy he like he, he, he yeah i like hobo johnson man he's been liking hobo johnson for a long time i will say that. i like that yeah um so in your music it, it, you're very conscious man you you it, it it's you you are a great storyteller i will say that and and it seems like you stay very connected to day-to-day -day life issues like things that go on and on and when it comes to emotions things that come when it comes to the heart um in that aspect, is it all your own stories or are they sometimes are you writing about other people's stories, other people's situations that go on? 
Um, for like ninety nine percent of the time, it's usually my stories. That's awesome. Um, I would say that I definitely uh, I like to mix two stories and like I could be talking. It, the song could sound like it's about one person, but it's actually about two or three people. Um, but for the most part, it's it's generally my stories. That is awesome that you lay your heart out like that on for for all of us to be able to be a part of with you. How important is it for us to? How important it is is it for us to to share that connection with you uh, from your perspective? Because from for 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 a fan. People who rock with you, they want to know you like that. They want to get that intimacy with you, even even though they're not able to share with it, share it with you one on one. They want that relatability. But how is how important is it for you to actually give that to the fan? Um, for me, I think it's very important just because, you know, it sometimes it just looks like uh, people shy away from, um, you know, being emotional or just being vulnerable on tracks and i just my biggest thing is i want to show like you know you can be yourself and you can tell your own stories because most of the time there's somebody in the world that relates to it and you actually actually could be helping them with their day-to-day -day and slash or saving a life so i definitely think about that 100 percent, 100 percent. are there who do you look up to as art as artists? Like, who are the people that that you grew up listening to? Who are some of the people that you kind of like listen to now for inspiration? Um. So I, honestly, I really like my. I honestly listen to everybody. I, I try to listen to everybody, but you know, Saba, um, Isaiah Rashad, um, Mick Jenkins, Drake, J Cole, Kendrick. Uh, the the list literally could go on Andre three thousand, uh, you know, just Mac Miller. Um, the list just goes on. Like, I, I I'm very I take pride in, you know, trying to listen to all genres and all you know different avenues in life because again, like I think you can uh, get a relatability from everybody. Yeah, I say all those artists you name, man, I can hear them when I hear the music, especially the like Isaiah Rashard. Definitely, I was gonna say the same exact thing. You can the the artists that you name, I hear I hear the influence um in in your in your rapping style as I as you list them off. I can hear some of the similarities between them, uh, which I I would say those are those are great influences to have. Uh, now, side topic, did you listen to the new Kendrick album? I did. <laughs> How'd you, what'd you think about it? What'd you think about it? Um, <clears throat> well, I only listened to it one time, so I'm still trying to process it. I definitely will say, uh, the second half of it, um, just, just, uh, grabbed me more than the first half. But again, like I gotta, I gotta let it live with me for a little bit. Listen to it a little more, and yeah, it's definitely, definitely a, a good, great project. I'll say that. But yeah, then again, it's like it's Kendrick Lamar, so I wasn't right. expecting anything less. Yeah, it, it's good to have him back. You know, it's definitely good to have him back. But 
Yeah. Again, it was just a side topic. This show is about you today, so we don't want to we don't want to dive too much into any other artists, man. We appreciate you being on the show with us once again and talking with us. Outside of music, what do you enjoy doing? Mm. When you're not working with music. Ah, uh, that's so I mean I like I honestly I'm on YouTube a lot, but when I'm on YouTube I'm usually watching a lot of um music videos or podcasts, um movies, just just regular movies. I, I like movies a lot. I don't necessarily um watch T V shows too much, but I definitely uh like movies and you know from time to time um I'll still skateboard from here or there, but nothing like too heavy anymore. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Now let's hop back to the music real, real quick because I had a question I wanted to ask. So when it comes to the production, like what is your process in selecting? Is it like a beat that talks to you and you're like, all right, yeah, this is the one here? Or are you looking for a specific sound? Because your projects, they just flow like so seamlessly with each other. And it's Dang. almost like, it's almost like I'm not listening to individual songs. I'm listening to something as a whole. Thank you. Um, so I definitely, I I think it's kind of like throwing paint in the wall at first. Like I will make like 30 songs and I'll start to trim it down and then I'll get an idea of like, okay, this is the direction I want to go for the projects. And then from there, it's just about um, cohesiveness. And so uh, my thing is just like, I just try to make sure that um, as long as the beats are, are somewhat uh, cohesive with the next one, I'm not really too specific. So it is a, it's a storybook. Every it's when you're making your when you're making your projects, it is a storybook from beginning to end. Yeah, Definitely. it's like uh, like he was saying, it's like a movie and not TV shows. <laughs> yeah, that's really what it's like though. It's like a movie. It's not like it's not because there's some projects you're like okay, individual tracks, and you just know the tracks and the, you know this one. Like I said, it just all kind of flows together, especially. Stranded. <laughs> Stranded, I was listening to that one. And it was like, okay, I really like Pray. I was listening to Pray. And I was like, all right, yeah, this song's really good. And then, like, I looked over, and it was on to the next song already. And I was like, whoa, I didn't even catch, like, where they kind of changed in there. And the next time I know I'm at the next song, and then it's the next song. And I'm like, all right, let me listen to this again and try to see where they're uh, changing there. But Nah, man, dope music, dope music. Thank you. And I appreciate the fact that you took the time to go and listen to that as well. Oh, it's dope, man. The music's dope. Yeah. I listened to Solstice, and I was like, okay, you got any more? I'm like, oh, Stranded, okay. I listened to Stranded. I'm like, okay, you got any more? I was in the singles. I was going through the singles listening to them. Um, time is fire. <laughs> Thank you. Um, time is actually... That's one of the songs that uh, I made. I actually made it July of 2020, and it took me a whole year to drop because uh, that was when I was heavily just doubting. I was like, I don't necessarily know if I'm fully connected with this song, but 
everybody I was showing it to was like, nah, bro, I think you're thinking too much. And I put it out, and it's actually uh, my most streamed song. Yeah, it's on fire. Well, you just know you got, uh, you might have got double digits from me to add to those numbers. So, thank you. <laughs> Again, you, you, you know, I think, I think um, a lot of times, I mean, I know as artists, you guys can be pretty critical on your own music and your sound because you want it to come out a certain way. Um, but, you know, it, for us as as fans or people who just enjoy listening to music, again, you make great music. You make some very, some very awesome music as if like you had, you've been doing this for a while and this, and the craft is, has been mastered because the sound that you make, I got to say, when you say you make, you make your albums in movie mode and you make it as a storytelling book, it, it truly sounds like one. Um, even listening through to other songs that don't have anything to do with a particular album, they still flow together. Like, I was listening to Eden, and then I listened to Time, and they almost, and to me, again, I'm listening to it, they, they seem like they're all, they're all part of one track. They're all part of one album, so to speak. The the vibe all part of the same universe, really. Yeah, the vibe just continues to flow all together, uh, and and that's where I would say that's, that's it's very difficult to get that out of a lot of artists, even some of the bigger artists, because a lot of times you hear them, and one album will sound completely different from the next album. One track will be on the same album, and they'll 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 sound entirely different. But your music blows so smooth no matter what track you hear no matter where it comes from it just sounds it sounds absolutely amazing um so you know when when cat says you're getting double digits from him you know we we truly we truly mean that you 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 your music is something that I, we both feel like many people should hear many people should to take a listen to um because you are you are an awesome artist and even at this point in your in your in your career, you are a awesome artist. Um, yeah, and to say you started in 2018 and yeah, it's been not long ago, man, four not years, and you've already to me, it's like you've already mastered what your sound is, and now you're just building on top of that. Especially because Stranded, when did Stranded come out last year? Uh, no, the 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 ending of 2020. All right, so from 2018. To the end of 2020, you're up stranded, and to me, that sound is already mastered. So yeah, you make it's great, dude. It's great, man. Thank you. So let me ask. Let me ask this: What's the grind like for you when it comes to your music? Are you the type of person who sits back and waits on an idea to formulate, or are you constantly making music and waiting for that one song to like stick out to you? Are you like constantly writing and maybe that you're waiting on that one idea? Um, I think I'm a little bit of both, to be honest. Um, you know, there are some moments where, you know, I'm not going as hard as the next one, but I definitely feel like I'm always writing. I'm always trying to, um, you know, continuously find the next step. You know, because everything for me starts with, you know, the first song that I feel like, okay, this is the starting point. Now let's go from here. 
you know and I, again like I, I i make a lot of songs and i just you know a lot of songs just uh they stay in the vault because it's like i mean it's it's cool but you know sometimes it's just like it's like uh practice shots like you just practicing for the game you know, but when it's game time, you know exactly what you're supposed to do. That's awesome. Well, when it comes to song selection, how do you choose which one is the right song for you? I really think it, it has to do with um, how I'm feeling at that particular point in my life. And if it is saying exactly what I wanted to say to kind of just sum up the moment. Okay. So it's it's at the end of the day it's the vibe. The way the Definitely. track feels to you. Okay. The way the track feels to you is, is is how you is how you make the selection. Now when it comes to when it comes to making making the song, the writing process, we talked about it earlier with you, um, and we've talked about the beat selection. From the time you hear the beat to the time you write down the lyrics how far apart are they? Do you write the beat? Do you start writing the lyrics as soon as you hear the beat or do you have to play the beat over and over and over again before you start writing? <clears throat> so um, when I listen to the beat, for me, 95% uh, of the time, if the lyrics don't hit me immediately, I got to switch to the next beat um, because I think it should be I mean, everybody is different, but for me personally, I think it should be one of those things to where it's like, you know exactly what you're going to say. Like, like the emotions are coming to you from this beat. So immediately from there, I have to write, uh, I, I have to write the words down. One thing I can't, I can't listen to the song on a loop because then it starts to like mess with my head. So I got to like listen to the beat in sections. Like I'm going to listen to it for a second or right, pause and then write down my thoughts and then, all right, listen to it again. All right, come back in. That's cool. The real writing process sounds cool. The fact that you pause it in sections and go back to it. Cause there's many artists that, the reason why I ask is there are many artists that play the beat over and over again. Let me hear that again. Let me hear that again. Play that back, play that middle part back, things like that. Um, who are some of the producers that you enjoy working with? Like no, where I know every artist has their their go to producer. Man, that guy's gonna give me fire beats every single time. Who are some of those guys that you like or that you that you just love getting beats from? That always know where your head is at. Mm, I wouldn't say I have a a set um, person or people yet. I think really, um, you know, I'm open to everybody sending beats and it really is just again like if it if it connects with me it connects with me now sometimes you know uh somebody may have like two for me for that specific moment but then like the next time around none of their beats connect um sometimes you know it may be one but it's never like on a consistent basis i feel like that i uh work with producers at this point in time okay are there any dream collaborations that that you that you would love to that people that you would love to work with? Not producers, but but artists, rappers, singers. Are there anybody that you you know what? I, if I had the opportunity to get on track with that one person, mm. 
in all honesty, probably at the moment, um, one thing about me is I, I, if I hear your sound and I like it, like, I'm always down to collab, but as far as like a dream collab, that's something like, I'm like, I need this and I'll be satisfied. I really, um, honestly only think about uh, Saba, just on some full circle stuff. Like he was a big reason why I started. So I kind of want to just, you know, work with him to be like, I made it this far to be able to get that feature. Okay. Okay, what about on the production side? What producer? Yeah, if there's a producer that you could work with, who would it be? Mm. Probably um, Monte Booker or Kenny Beats. Okay. okay, Monte Booker, shout out. Okay. Yeah, I definitely, uh, definitely pay attention to what they got going on, and I definitely fuck with it. So... Okay, so let me ask this. I, I wanted to ask this question earlier, but the, the way the conversation flowed, um, I wasn't able to. But backtracking, what's your favorite? What's your favorite track on on Solstice, and why? <laughs> what's crazy is um, that honestly switches like every few weeks. To be honest, um, I think the very First one that was my favorite was uh, Where Do We Go From Here? Because of the fact um, it was just kind of like a closure for me and my ex. And I actually sent it to her, too. And she was like, you you, you got, you got, have the situation down to a T. Um, and, you know, that was a specific moment. I remember we were driving uh, from Santa Cruz and we were in the car and, you know, all of that was going on and going through my head and going through her head. So, you know, at that, at the beginning, that was my favorite. And then it switched to uh speed in and then, um, yeah, it's just, it just always switches. I think right now in the current, it's, uh, it would have to be summer in Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you might have to do a visual for Summer in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> knowing, knowing the story behind Summer in Brooklyn, you might have to do the visual. I don't know if the girl will be down to be in the visual with you, but, you know, we got we to gotta see the story come to life, man. We got to see the story come to life. I think that would be... Nothing is off the table at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so you mentioned your are your favorite artists, Kendrick, Drake, Mac Miller. Uh, who were you listening to when you got started? Who were the who were the influences of the past that brought you into the love of music? As far as creating it or before I was creating it? Before you were creating it, like everybody has that those, those artists that made them fall in love with music. You know what? I, this is who I'm. This is my go-to person, or this is my this is my stream of influence. The parents put music on you at some point in time. Who were those people for you? Got you. Um. So what's crazy is my very first favorite artist, but I was like super little. Was uh Snoop Dogg. Um. 
yeah, I just, I just like, and then the fact that he was doing movies as well, it was just like, oh man, this dude is diverse. I love that. Um, but my first like actual like listening to everything type stuff was uh, Kanye West. Definitely Kanye West. Um, the late registration, graduation, um, you know, all the the projects with the teddy bears, like. Graduation is my favorite project by Kanye West um, to this day. I don't think that's ever going to change. Um, and yeah, like I was, I was hooked on him, on him. And then uh, I got into, you know, Chris Brown, um, Lupe Fiasco. Um, again, then Drake, then Cole Kendrick, uh, and then that's when I kind of got more into the the Chicago scene with like. Mick and Saba and No Name and you know all of them over there. You're gonna turn you're gonna turn Cat into a super fan. I'm telling you, watch because everybody, yeah, everybody, you name, funny, these bro. are artists that that Cat loves. Man, we both love Mick Jenkins. We both love Kanye, and no we name. both and we both like No Name, and we both agree that late that college, I mean graduation is top top three top three. Oh, sure. and Chance, Chance the rapper too. Like, huge part. Like, oh man, Chance was on repeat for the longest. And honestly, I'm like, Chance. unpopular opinion. Like, I still heavily mess with Chance. I think I, I, I respect the fact that, you know, um, he can make a whole project about just how in love he is and how happy he is. You know, regardless of, you know, how it was perceived. Like, I love it. Acid rap is is a uh, cat's favorite. No, nah, ten day, but oh, SoundCloud okay. chance. I like okay. SoundCloud, SoundCloud chance. chance. Not acid especially rap. especially when it was like Chicago was SoundCloud, which I'm I'm guessing that's probably you got on to like No Name and making all them and Vic Mensa and Definitely. all of them. They all just kind of showed up, yeah. almost not randomly because Chance was always around, but they always kind of just showed up on SoundCloud and everybody was just going crazy over there. Thanks. And the fact that, you know, Chance was, he, he, he put them on um, his acid rap. Yeah. Like, it took me a second to even realize that. I'm like, yo, like, this man Saba is on acid rap. It literally yeah. took a and couple Vic's years on acid rap that. too, I think. You said what? And I think Vic's on acid rap. Yeah. Um, I think uh, No Name is as well. Yes. No Name's on a couple Chance songs. But you know what's crazy? This side note about Chance. So... Vic Mensa was like in a band mm. and Chance like wanted to rap. So Vic put Chance like in his band when he started. Oh, wow. When I they were know. over in uh they were in high school. Oh, that's dope. They got a song uh, oh the band's called Kids in the Attic, I think. They're just they have a song with Chance on uh it was a SoundCloud song. I think it's on Spotify. Gotcha, I'm after Pete that. Yeah, Kids in the Attic. Now, have you been able to do any any live performances? Uh, as far as just in general, since I started music. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, especially when I was in SAC, like I would do shows like once or twice a week. Um, I would say the last big show that I did was um. I was supposed to. Do you know who uh, Nick Caution is? No. Yeah, that name sounds familiar to me. So he's 
so he's a part of uh, pro era Joey Badasses. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Um. Well, this this platform called Major Stage that I uh had did a performance for in the past, they reached out to me, and I was supposed to open up for him in L.A. in uh, March, and I end up performing there, but last second he had priority, so he didn't show up. But I still got to perform in LA, which was my first time. And there was other dope artists on the lineup. So yeah, that definitely was a good moment for me. But um, in Sacramento, I would say my last thing I did was uh, I, I put together my own show for the for Solstice, an album release. And that was a pretty good, pretty, pretty good show. Now, what's the biggest difference between performing your music live and recording? I would say performing live, um, you get to really show the people the feelings that you're trying to express on the track. And also you get to feel their energy while you're performing it. So it just makes the track feel that much better. Okay. How's the... Um... What's usually the the reception like when you when you when you get off the set when you're done doing the set off the yellow from your live performances what's what's usually the the reception for you um i I would usually say like it's it's pretty solid um there's always you know people that come up to me like yo this specific song like it's just just different like I haven't heard anything like it in a while, and you know you just definitely just open my mind or you know you got me thinking differently and you know stuff like that so um definitely usually pretty good reception i don't think i've ever i think it's been a few times where i've definitely you know the crowd wasn't really into my type of music but i think every artist you know at some point goes through that process you just got to keep it pushing indeed definitely definitely um Where was I gonna go next? I had one. My apologies for not being with it. Oh no, I got one. Okay. All right. So we have people that watch that you know maybe they're thinking about getting into music, or I think a lot of the time it's they make songs and they don't ever release them because they're you know nervous about what you know people will think about it and you know things of that nature. Maybe they don't think it's good enough and. Um, so how do you, do you feel that whenever you make music and you're like, oh, maybe I should hold off on releasing it because I don't know what people are going to think about it. And if you ever did, like, how did you get over it? Um, I definitely do, you know, still to this day at times, I'm like, uh, I don't necessarily know if I should release this, but, you know, ultimately it's a feeling that you get when you create something and, you know, the, the, the original intention for you making music is to express yourself and to be able to let it out. So I feel like if you if you express yourself and you take the time to create that song and you are genuinely happy and feel fulfilled, then you might as well put it out. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some people that don't do it for the attention. They just do it to express themselves and keep it in and you know listen to it by themselves and that's cool too but you know for the people that are afraid of what others are thinking you just got to understand like at the end of the day 
you know, there's billions of people in the world. You're not going to please everybody, you know, but you're, there is somebody out there that is feeling the same way as you, you know, and you could be potentially helping them. So you just got to put it out. Now, what would remember somebody somewhere is going to like it. Just always remember that. Now, what would you say to, um, as a precaution to some of those new artists that are that are trying to get their feet off the ground when it comes to their music? What would you tell them to watch out for? Like, the new artists who, who are listening to your music and they, they say, you know what, I'm inspired, I want to start dropping my own music. What are, the, what, are the, what are the warning signs that you tell them to look out for? Um, I honestly, I would say following trends and not being true to yourself. You know, it's easy to uh, look at the next person, especially, you know, because of this social media age. You know, we tend at times to, um, you know, compare ourselves to the next person. And sometimes, you know, that could make you very insecure. But you just got to remember, you know, be true to yourself and, um, you know, tell your story. Don't tell the next person's story. And also, you know, um, just just watch out for... I would just say just be just be true to yourself and and follow your gut feeling honestly just follow your gut feeling cuz you know when a situation you know is a little suspicious you know obviously there's going to be times where you know you're going through the motions or you think something is good and you try it out and it's bad but that's all part of the growing process you know now you made a you made a good point um, when it comes to staying true to yourself and staying uh, staying away from trends. How do you go about staying away from trends? Because, like you said, in the in the in, the, in this day and age, social media is so prevalent in our lives that it's so easy for us to get caught up in the new stuff or looking at somebody else's followers and seeing that they have more followers, seeing that their music is popping, and you start to make the comparisons. But how do you how do you stay in your in your pocket and stay in your in your vision for yourself? I think that comes with telling your story, you know. Um at the end of the day I feel like when you are trying to do something that isn't you, you're gonna feel away. You know, it's it's not gonna feel as natural, you know, of a flow versus just being yourself and just letting it come out you know obviously you know we all have to um learn how to get the best version of what we want to put out which comes with practice but you know ultimately if you are telling your story and it just feels morally right for you i don't think um there's any way possible that you could go wrong okay so we're now wrapping up towards the end of the show at this point. And for the who knows how many of time, I again, I want to say thank you for being a part of this with us and sitting, taking the time to sit down and, and allow us to talk to you, allow your fans to get to hear a little bit more about you, allow, um, you know, people who didn't know who you are to now gravitate more towards you. Um, thank you for the time, both of you guys. Hey, man, it's 
it, it's 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 more it's our pleasure more than you think it is. You know, we we enjoy sitting down with artists and we enjoy sitting down with artists that we actually that we genuinely enjoy hearing. Um, yeah, artists that are dope. Right, right. Go. Artists that 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 have something to say and that catch our attention because you know there's artists all over the place um, from for any genre and everywhere. So when when we hear that sound, man, when we hear that one person who's who sounds like, man, this if they're not gonna be a superstar at some point in time, we don't know what what happened. Um and you are that sound that we we both agree on. You sound you sound dope, man. Um for for to well to wrap up to to close out the show, man, first off Tell everybody where they can where they can get your music, where they can look for you at, um, and just again, what what's in store for for next for the for everything coming up in the future. <clears throat> um, so I really mainly uh, all my music is on every platform: Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, SoundCloud, all of that, um, YouTube. Um, but uh, as far as like socials, I really only be on Instagram. Um, and as far as, you know, upcoming, like I said, I'm uh, working on a visual currently. Um, I actually have like a little in-studio performance that should be coming out pretty soon for No More Disguises. And um, I'm working on an EP that should be done for the ending of this year or the beginning of next year. Well, whenever it's done, we would love to get you back on the show to allow you to talk about it a little bit more. That would be, that would be, that would be awesome. That would, that would truly be awesome. Um, Ken, you got anything you want to, you want to wrap yeah, up? Yeah, man, we'll, uh, we'll link all the music in the bio, I guess, of the podcast. I don't know what it's called. In the description. There we go. In the description of the podcast. But yeah, man, like Hitch was saying, man, thank you for taking the time to uh, come and talk to us today. Now, nah, thank you guys for reaching out. I appreciate it. Anytime, man, anytime. And so to our fans, we hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. We hope you guys we hope you guys got something out of it. You know, we, we do this for one reason and one reason only. You guys know why. It's because we love you. And with that being said, I am your host, Hitch Montana, with my co-host. You know what it is, man. Anchor.fm slash that mo show. Catch us on Spotify. Apple Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, and we're not there, anchor.fm slash that most show. But it's your boy, Podcast Marv Albert, just two guys doing the show from their mom's basement. Cadmine, peace. Peace out, world. Yeah. <laughs>